Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I am your co-host, Samantha. And I'm your co-host, Morgan. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the AbPod promise. Hey, friend. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Oh, happy Wednesday. Wow. It's happening and we're here in the pod pod. I know. It's our first episode of 2023. Whole new year. Ooh. Wow. It is. Mm. I know. Fresh. (sighs) Sparkly. New beginnings. Yeah. Old friends. Appreciated lovers. (laughs) Kind neighbors. And a new beginning. You guys, 2023, what's it going to be? I'm so excited yeah. to find out. Any any ambitions for 2023 Ooh. that you want to get out there, want to manifest? Ooh, okay. Um, throw it onto the universe. What am I going to lady fest first thing into this new year? Morgan and I were driving to the library and we were talking about manifesting and why couldn't it be womanifesting or ladyifesting? We're going to ladyifest. Uh, hmm. I think just more good audio yeah. and quality content. Mm-hmm. I think that we're just going to really show that we can follow through with our ab pod promise for a whole year because we have what? Mm-hmm. What was our launch date, Morgan? It's been a thousand years since we launched. Yeah, December 6th. So almost a month because the day this recording will yep. come out will be January 4th. One so you're listening month. on January 4th. Well, it's been about a month. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, so, I mean, I mm-hmm. think checking in on January 6th to be like, hey, 2023, did we show up for you and provide some good content for our friendship and for the people who happen to be listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably think something mm, a lot more deep later. But right now, we're focusing on just how fabulous this podcast is and how much joy, like I said previously, it just scratches a very specific part of my needs in my mm-hmm. soul. So I think just more of podcasting. You guys, mm-hmm. more podcasting. Woo! More <laughs> podcasts. Woo! Yeah. Do you have uh, podcast-related goals or personal-related goals for 2023? Yeah. Mine is to release a new episode of AdPod once a week. Oh, yes. Love and that. And so, right, we know that's going to be about 48 episodes, I think, we looked mm-hmm. at. There's a couple extra weeks in there so yes there are 52 weeks there we do know we can count sort of (laughs) but so there's three fifth wednesdays in this in this year 2023 and so that is my goal is i just at least for like four episodes each month like let's make it every single wednesday consistency fifth wednesdays probably a bonus episode it'll just be something fun and chaotic who knows But that's my realistic goal. And then, you know, I'm going to just say it. I'm going to speak it into existence and manifest. I want to have a podcast lounge because Mm. we were talking about this earlier. So I take everything back. That's also my goal for 2023. I knew it was going to be more profound. Podcast lounge. It costs, you know, money to (laughs) insulate basically soundproof. Yep. And you have to buy a lot of mattress foam toppers. Yeah. (laughs) So that may involve us just, I don't know, getting crafty, but I don't even know what it looks like. Uh, But I'm just going to manifest that right now. 
I think that's exciting. We love the pod pod. We love the pod pod because it gives us access to good audio that we haven't had to pay for. Yes. It's free. I love the pod pod because it's free. But Morgan, let's talk about the temperature inside the pod pod because I'm pretty sure that the temperature is always summer in the pod pod. And we usually have to take a break every 30 minutes or so just to just to take a little walk around in the lobby area outside the pod pod. And so manifesting the pod lounge into existence fantastical yes i can get behind you on that one there's not enough room for my beverages that's the problem they are currently outside of this five by five box they are and dehydration is it's already setting oh my gosh i feel it i can't talk about water because then i really want some Uh, but morgan those are really good goals for 2023. I think that we're just manifesting a lot of good things in the year and consistency sounds like one of them and also comfort sounds like the other. Consistency and comfort. And comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's mm-hmm. part of the app pod promise. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do have one thing in our open, opening ceremony is that I need to call to your attention. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <sighs> so my update today is pretty big uh Mm. i'm not sure who is all aware of this i may be i may be late to the party which is completely possible but i noticed a new trend on tiktok where people are lip syncing to snoop dogg but they're snoop dogg affirmations and i was so intrigued so i had to dig a little more into this it's called doggy land Doggy land. Doggy land. Yeah, it's a real thing. And so if you don't know what doggy land is, I'm about to read you the description from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> I'm ready. The description on YouTube. Doggy land is a 3D animated series created by Snoop Dogg, October London, and Claude Brooks, executive producer of Hip Hop Harry. Oh. The show features a colorful cast of dogs in a vibrant world where they sing, rap, and dance to fun and educational songs that teach learning and cognitive fundamentals for kids all around the world. So I love this whole situation. Yeah. I was like, excuse me? But what they is it? They are extremely catchy, and they are exactly like this says. It's affirmations for kids, but... Not only are there affirmations, but the affirmations are set to music and also set to a dance. And so that is really going to help kids with memory. I know I have also done therapy motor before. Motor skills. Where, yeah, and not even the motor skills, but just your memory in general. I have been in therapy programs before where we learn affirmations and they all have some sort of motion to go with them because that link in your brain between your movements and your thoughts and your words that you're speaking and what you're hearing, you're basically just using all of your sense your senses for this affirmation, which is going to help you learn. And it's also going to help you retain that information. And then eventually just, you know, kind of your cognitive processes are going to evolve through that. So it was really impressive. Also, you know, because we have psych degrees. And so white lab coat. I have a psych degree. I did not minor, but I specialized in child and adolescent psychology. Mm. I was like, three credits away from a minor and I was like you know what I just need to be done with school (laughs) so (laughs) I always tell people I specialized in child and adolescent psych so for me seeing this was very interesting I was super pulled in immediately and like whoa look at you doing all these things matching them together for kids to learn 
And it just really filled my cup. And so I've been listening to some of those. There's a whole bunch of things on YouTube. And it just pumps me up in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. My feelings do matter. My Today is going to be an awesome day. Matter. My feelings matter. Today is going to be an awesome day. Today is going to be an awesome day. Yeah. So those are some of the things mm. that are said. And so <laughs> that was my update today. I just had to bring that out. Let everybody know about Doggyland if you don't already know about it. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg now does affirmations and you can listen to him as an adult or watch him with your kids and everybody can just have an amazing day. Snoop Dogg has such a nice voice too. Mm, like his the chill. tonality of his voice and it does speak to a teenager inside of me who really was just way, way too cool back in the day. Uh, loved Snoop Dogg and seeing him in this role, putting this good energy out, helping kids, the motor skills, the memory, the neuroplasticity that happens with all of those things linking together. Mm-hmm. And they're just good bops. Yeah. They're just some good bops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think because I, when I watched one, I think I maybe sent you one or you saw it a TikTok with me, you were in the room and you mentioned, oh my gosh, this looks a lot like K-pop because it does. And it has kind of that exact same structure of, We're going to have this song or these words to this music and it makes a song and we're going to have this special dance. And so that, again, that is why K-pop is the way that it is because they know they're targeting us and I'm so okay with it because I'm already, I'm hardwired to love K-pop. It's already happening. But like they know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like setting those dances to the music. They know exactly what they're what game they're playing, yeah. and they got me. Yeah, when the here for it when we pulled up the video to just see what it was because I do think that the first time that we saw it because um, I'm going to talk about our Instagram journey, um, but one of the places we saw it, we were scrolling through and saw that, and then we pulled up the video and saw that everyone was doing the same dance, and it's like, oh, that's so smart to just link all of those things together, and it's so K-pop. Mm-hmm. It's so K-pop. You hear the song and you know exactly what the moves are. I'm doing some mm-hmm. dancing in the pod pod right now, mm-hmm. channeling my favorite K-pop bands. And it's really cool to see that in American media, in kids media today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you're right. Like that did come up because so my tangent uh, for our opening ceremonies today mm-hmm. is about the Instagram video feed because. Okay, great. Fantastic. You. Yep. It's yep, my plan you know today, too. exactly what We're that gonna is. We're going to talk about that. Well, wow. Is that your topic for today? <laughs> it sure Get is. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. even going to tangent then. Mm-hmm. This is so funny that we were thinking yep. of the same yep. things. 100%. This is Aquarius behavior right now. Ooh. Right now it's happening. We didn't This is. We didn't even plan this, nope. but we're here. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop talking then, and I'm going to turn over opening ceremonies to my co-host, Samantha. Wow. To give her update. I mean, my lady. When when we work on secret projects and then it comes together and it's like <gasps> we both had the same brain feely blasties. It's like, oh, that's so fun. I love so, us. <laughs> you guys, embarrassing story for Samantha. And oh, I just kicked the microphone. We we've been communicating with someone on the Instagram that was not getting any of our messages. So months ago, you guys, I started sending Morgan on her 
personal Instagram account. Yeah, what was this, like February it or was, March? Yep, February or March. I yeah. just started sending them to Beginning of 2022. Yep, it sure was. It was not a long time, but it was definitely a couple months. And I would just send you a video every once in a while just to be like, hey, ha, huh, look at this little Insta moment that is just so us. Uh, and so you never said anything back, but also I know that you weren't active on Instagram, like before, you know, the pod pod existed and this journey happened. I was more of a passive Instagrammer. I just kind of look, just kind of look at the pictures, all the things. So I was sending you things and we didn't really talk about it because we have so many other things to talk about in our friendship that it's not going to be like, oh, hey, did you see the six second video of the funny thing about the plant I sent you? So cut to last week, you guys. And I'm on Instagram. Morgan and I are doing some office planning time. And I say, hey, have you been getting my Instagram messages? And you said, no. What What are you talking about? And I say, well, when's the last time you used this account? And it was one of your older accounts. And you said, oh, yeah, like maybe 2018. Like, I, this is not the Instagram account that I am an active person on. It has some, you know, haunted things from the past. But truly, I don't go on there. And I say, oh, so you didn't see the 15 video notifications that you had on your Instagram? <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because now what we're going to do, Morgan, we're going to sit down on this couch right now and watch every single one of them. And we did, you guys, and we were laughing so hard we were crying. Oh, my gosh, I yes. could like... not handle just how silly the situation was that I had been sending you videos for so long. We never talked about it. We didn't acknowledge it. Never came up in conversation. Mm-mm. Turns out you got like a whole Insta video dump all in the span of like two minutes. Yes. It was such a gift. I treasure that memory because, yeah, I had no idea. And there's nothing wrong with this Instagram. It's out there. Yeah. Go find it. I just I stopped posting things because I got busy with my real life and then I wasn't focused on you know, my parasocial life. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> on the internet. Mm-hmm. And so I just stopped posting and then I literally just forgot my, you know, your password login. and my login. Yeah. And I just didn't care enough. So I was like, whatever, it's still out there. Yeah. So this was such a joy because I had never seen any of those, but it was so funny to watch these with you live. And I was laughing so hard. I was crying and choking. I pulled my turtleneck Oh, up over my mouth because I kept coughing. I was laughing so hard I could not breathe. And there were a bunch of videos, too, where you would play that for me and I would ask, okay, when did you send that? And you're like, oh, I sent that in June. And then I would have a counter story for you about, okay, so that's even funnier because at that time, this is what was going on in my personal life that I didn't share with you. <laughs> so, like, that was super... Video really spoke to the super moment. Super duper relevant, but I didn't know that you had sent me that. And that it's, happened with multiple it sure did. links. It's like there's a little tiny version of me that lives in your head. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just like, I just need to send this, this to Morgan. Funny. She'll get it. And yeah. it speaks to her soul. And it might not be completely us, but it's so us. Like, oh it's gosh. so us. One of the one that I just keep on going back to, and we can share this little podcasting secret with our audience, but there's one Instagram video that I love watching before we record because it just makes us laugh. It's the guy who is riffing and singing to the Golden Girls intro and just making his own vocal part. And it just gives me so much good energy in life. And so those were a lot of just those types Mm -hmm. of videos that I had sent your way and just some really funny plant ones. A lot of just actually the content that we are presenting in this podcast. (gasps) Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Well, and I know exactly which one you're talking about. So yes, we, I think 
that we can share that on our Instagram. I think mm-hmm. we can share a link to that oh, on yeah, our we Instagram. Can, we can post because, other people's videos yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, because we can share that. So yeah. we can post that on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. One in particular I'm thinking of with plants. Just when your plant dies. When your plant dies. And how angry you get when your plant dies. How do you cope? <laughs> what are the stages of grief that you go through? How long do you sit in each of those stages of yes. grief? Or do you just jump right to a specific one? We'll yes. post some funny videos on the Instagram. But you guys, I could not believe that I had just been like also my short term memory. I didn't remember that you hadn't said anything back because I never actually go into the feed. I just hit the little send button. Mm-hmm. I don't even compose a message. And so I never actually saw our chat or anything and we talked often enough where it doesn't really matter i'm instagramming you you're snapping me and we're talking on the phone at the same time it's fine um but yeah that that was a thing that unexpectedly gave me so much joy and it's so rare that like we long con ourselves like that like Mm -hmm. it had been happening since february that we were just building up this arsenal and consequently you guys 2022 was nuts 22 2022 was nuts and it was very funny to see the moods and the vibes we were having during those times because now i was like oh hey morgan i sent this to you in april do you remember what was happening then (gasps) june Ooh, june was especially weird Mm. oh and this was the video that i sent to you that week it was just a gift so i Mm. immediately sent them all to our new instagram account that morgan is very active on. So um, say hi to Morgan if you're on Instagram and also check out those videos of just all the secret uh, reels that I had sent Morgan over the last couple months. Just a blessing. It really, really was. Well, I love that both of our stories coordinated today. It's just, I, that's fantastic. Oh my gosh, how cute. I know, right? It's just (laughs) that Instagram thing. I, you know, Samantha loves a good belly laugh. And when I laugh so hard that I'm crying Mm -hmm. and to experience that joy Mm -hmm. with you, because I got to see you laugh just as hard as I thought you would laugh and sometimes even harder. And so that was a gift in itself. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. I also needed, I remember that day we watched that. And I needed an extra dose of serotonin. Yeah. Like probably four extra shots of serotonin. (laughs) So that was just so, it was unexpected. And it was just what my body needed to remind me that I am alive. Yep. And we like that. Yeah. So we're enjoying that part of existence. And it was a moment where it's like, all right, Morgan, stop everything. Because we were fully in the middle of a planning thing. Yeah. And I think that I had just like doing like we were working, I think, on podcast stuff. And you were like, stop everything. You said, have you did you like that video I sent you last week? I think that's how it started. And you were like, what video? And boom, cut to us crying, laughing on the couch for a couple minutes. But Uh so much joy, unexpected present. And now another reason why we have this podcast is to remind each other of these beautiful things so that when we listen back a year from now, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I told that story on the podcast because that gives me so much joy. Unexpected, unexpected content from your friend mm-hmm. where it's just like, mm, yeah, kisses. Yeah, there you go. it was an extra s- little friendship gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came right before Christmas, too. Ooh, planned it. Totally yeah. planned it. It was like, wow, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving right there. Mm, I love that. Well, great opening ceremony, yeah. Sam. Is Welcome, it- everyone. Is it time to take a little stretch break? Oh, yeah. You know what? It's feeling like summer in the pod pod. Mm. We're going to open the door for a minute, let some gusts of wind and Mm. back in. And then we're going to be back to do some more playing because I'm especially excited. We're going to play a game today. For this new segment. It's going to be great. Woo! Woo! All right. Take a break. Hydrate. Ooh. Mm, Drink that water. Hey, AbPod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of joy to your Wednesday. 
Did you know you can follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior. Woo! I'm Samantha. Um, Morgan. Are you ready to play a game? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, today is the premiere of Ages of Aquarius. Woo! So this is a game that was your brainchild and has been developed over the last few months. We wanted to play a fun game where we could do some low-key learning about other famous Aquarius throughout history. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to do today. You guys, we're learning. That's what we're going to do. Mm. And you can play along with us. All of these clues and visual clues are going to be posted on our Instagram, AquariusBehavior.pod. So feel free to go look there. Check it out. Bring your friends. Bring your stuffed animal. Bring your animal. Mm. Whoever. Warm-blooded, cold-blooded. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, Sam, here's how this game works. There are three rounds. Each round, I am going to read three clues Mm -hmm. as to who this person is. And then at the end of that round, you're going to have a time to guess. You can either tell me your guess out loud or you can write it down secretly and we can just keep going. What would you prefer? So... I think that I am going to keep my guesses secret. <gasps> Secrets. Okay. I'm going to write down who I, I think as we go. And then at the end, mm-hmm. we can see how right or wrong I was and at what time <gasps> beautiful we got into, okay, by yes. this fact, I actually knew who it was. The evolution the of The evolution of, of the thoughts. <gasps> I love it. I love because it. Because I think that we'll have a nice time talking yeah. about, because um, I heard that you're going to tell us a little bit about history. So we're going to be hearkening back to yesteryear. Mm-hmm. And I always love dipping a toe into what the visuals were like and what life was like back in the day. So I'm excited to do some low-key learning, and I'm going to keep my secrets. Great. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready for round one of Ages of Aquarius? I sure am. Okay, here we go. Round one. Three clues. Number one, this famous Aquarius was born on January 27th, 1756 in Salzburg, Austria. And is acknowledged as one of history's greatest composers. Clue two. Described by many historians as thin, small, and pale, he was known for having a flamboyant fashion sense. This Aquarius favored extravagant, trendy clothes and almost always wore a powdered wig. Oh, well, who didn't back then? (laughs) Number three. Although famous in his own right, this Aquarius performer also heavily influenced the work of Beethoven. Well, mm. process of elimination, not mm. Beethoven. Cross that off. I just mine. gave you an extra clue in that clue. So Ooh. now is your time to write down your round one guess. Do you have any comments at this point? Well, I love Samantha. The, thank you for printing me out the clues because I don't have the answer on here, but I do have what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the words are. Uh, and Salzburg, Austria, back in the 1750s. 
Can we talk about the level of effort that went into just being a human who walked outside their door? Because there were there was not deodorant. There no. was not I very mean, smelly. Daily showers, very likely smelly. no. And so I love this um image yeah. of thin, small, pale, but flamboyant fashion sense and almost always wore a powdered wig because you had to back in those days. Mm. That was just what was fancy. That was the cute thing. That was to the do. cute thing to do. You know, now it's like blush really high on the cheeks painting on some freckles and it's like okay well now i'm any girl i can go out and look real cute got my dry shampoo got my dry shampoo oh maybe do you think that that was just where dry shampoo came from i powdered actually energy do you know the history the history of dry shampoo well i used to powder my hair (gasps) instead of dry shampooing so i used to baby powder my hair you're powdering all growing up Mm -hmm. and like all of my friends thought it was so weird and i used to get teased and now everyone's putting dry shampoo in their hair and i'm like what do you think that was that's right Boom, mic drop. Yep. Thanks to my mom who taught me that. Yeah, Boom. that's right. But not dropping the mics because these are Ooh, expensive. these are nice mics and they're the libraries. I just mm. love the mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. of how much effort it took to get out there. You get dressed. It's Austria. Yep. Salzburg. Yep. So I'm imagining, I want to say like German architecture, but I know that it's not. Mm-hmm. But like the light colored buildings with the dark. Simulated. Just heavily influenced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also don't know a lot of composers from this time, so... I don't have an idea of who. Well, this I'm going to let you know you do know who this is. It's somebody we all have probably heard of. However, mm. I am definitely being sneaky with these and so the trivia or the the clues if you will, they're going to get more obvious as we go. So okay. round 1 is always going to be Vague. the toughest vaguest round. Then I mean, I'm sure small. that there are some people out there who know exactly from number 1. I will tell you I did not. I had no idea this person was an Aquarius. They got it on the birthday. I, I knew maybe 3 of these facts I could have told you at the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Didn't know the rest. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to learn. Okay. Are you ready for round two? I am ready for round two. Uh, right. We're going to continue to find out who this thin, small, pale, flamboyantly dressed, powdered, wigged person is. Mm-hmm. All right. Exactly. All right. Round two. Clue one. In 1762, at the age of six, this child prodigy began touring Europe with his sister. They entertained royalty and courtiers, which later led to his job as a musician in the Salzburg court at age 17. Clue 2. Known for being a musical genius, this historical figure created his first musical composition before the age of five and wrote his first symphony at age eight. Toddler energy. Prodigy. Musical genius. Hello. (sighs) Wow. Wow. Clue three. He died young on December 5th, 1791, at the age of 35. The cause of his death is still unknown, but speculations include influenza, kidney failure, mercury poisoning, and infection, among literally hundreds of other guesses. It's like throw a dart at the board of things you could die from back in the 1750s, or excuse me, yeah, yeah, died young on... 
December 5th, 1791 at 35. Yes. That is just a lot of life to live there. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, so wow. bonus little fact about this person's death. I didn't actually include it in here, but I'm going to give you a little bonus here. All right, people. So this person was when they died, they were buried in what was referred to as a common grave. So it wasn't a pauper's grave, which was literally just the pit that they threw dead bodies in. And it was like, you can't afford a grave, so we're just going to throw you in here. So he was in a common grave, which means that he has like his own little grave like that plot. he is in it's He's not got just a, a hole plot with right. bunch of friends okay um but it definitely was not anything extravagant okay. so he died pretty poor although he was a musical genius and you know had ties to the court and you know all that stuff he died young at the age of 35 and he wasn't very rich he didn't have a lot of money yeah, interesting, interesting. All right. Yeah. Mm. So have you already made your round two guess? Mm, I've made my round two guess. All right. Are you ready for round three? Round three. We will have round three with three clues, and then there will be a pause for guessing, and then you have a visual clue. Ooh, I love the visuals. All right, round three. Clue number one. Some of his most famous compositions include a clarinet concerto, the magic flute, and Requiem, or the Requiem in D minor, which was unfinished at the time of his death. Mystery intrigue. Clue number two. This Aquarius is arguably most famous for his operas. In 1770, at age 14, he composed his first opera titled Mitradate Re di Ponto. If you're not familiar with this work, like I wasn't, chances are you've heard of his most famous operas, The Marriage of Figaro and Don Giovanni. Mm. Clue number three. The fictionalized biopic Amadeus was released in 1984, depicting the life and death of this artist. Mm. The movie clocks in at two hours and 40 minutes. It won eight Oscars. Whoa. Including Best Picture and Best Actor. And it currently hosts a rating of 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Well, if Rotten Tomatoes says that it's 89%, then that's I what mean. we go by. Wow. I did not realize that that movie was so critically acclaimed. Is it story time yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this movie? I Okay. So I was uncertain if I had it, but <gasps> I have seen this movie. We watched it in like band class in eighth grade. And so that's why I was just, I didn't understand the production value. I didn't understand like why it was so good. And also it took a lot of like liberties and telling the story and everything. But I'm just like, what, 13, 14, just sitting there like watching Amadeus. And it's like, it's so moving and huge. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. We're not saying who this is yet, but it just how they orchestrated it. Really gorgeous and mm-hmm. an option to step into what Austria was like in the 1750s. Yes. A lot of smells. Well, and so it's interesting that you've seen this movie and I'm very glad because I want to move on then. So do you need to guess, put in your final guess? I have with my Ryan. final guess. Okay, round yep. three. Okay, round, that is the conclusion of yep. round three. Oh, congratulations. So we go to now our last clue, clue number 10, which is a visual clue. Ooh. Since you said Amadeus. <gasps> oh. And you can you can mm-hmm. I'm tell you guys check this, this out on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
So this first picture is from the movie Amadeus. It's beautiful, <laughs> you guys. So one of the things that I love about the movie Amadeus is that it does such a close-up view of our person, our Aquarius, uh, directing and uh, in front of all of the people that he's worked with and getting his music out and making it beautiful. And in this picture, it's a pink wig, mm -hmm. which I'm very fond of. I forgot about the pink it's a, wig. It's a spicy yeah. look. Oh my God. It's a little yeah. bit of a Aquarius behavior coloring because there's also kind of a green <gasps> oh my gosh, it really thing is. that he's wearing. Oh, you know, I didn't even plan that. It's, it's not oh. quite mint, um, but still, I will take it. Realm. It yeah. is in the realm of mm -hmm. Aquarius behavior and I'll take it. But yeah, this uh, lovely outfit, it's just, and the neck ruffle. And then everyone behind him is in the white powdered wig and their chandeliers and it's a tiered audience behind him. And it's just big conductor energy. Mm -hmm. mm. It sure is. Yeah. And then this is an actual portrait <laughs> of the person. This is important information. <laughs> okay. Because my brain forgets that the actors in movies aren't actually the real people movie. in the yeah, okay, movie. movie. Yep. Actual painting. <laughs> movie, actual painting. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. you guys, yep. movies are so pretty, aren't they? Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, let's... So, Sam, yeah, now that we've mm. we've done all of the clues, do you want to take a guess? You guys... At our age of Aquarius. It's the six-year-old prodigy, Amadeus Mozart. Wonderful. Beautiful. Clapping. Oh, I did not know that he was an Aquarius. Nor did I. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the wow. club. Yes. So, yeah, <gasps> now now that we know, first of all, congratulations. Wow. I need when to did you know? Okay, yeah. When mm -hmm. did you know? Mm -hmm. It was when, okay, so round one, I was trying to think of any other Austrian composers I knew. And I was trying to actually think of the name of the guy who, not stole Requiem, but like, composed it at the end of Amadeus. What's his name? I don't remember. Right, but I him. saw it in my... Yeah. I didn't write it down. But yes, there yeah. was somebody who actually completed Requiem. Exactly. After his death. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I thought... But then I was like, oh, I don't know his name. And it was like, Morgan wouldn't pick someone so obscure that no one would be able to play along. And then as soon as you start talking about how he was a child prodigy, a musical genius, um, when he was composing music before the age of five wrote his first mm -hmm. symphony at age three i'm just wondering what the variables were in his childhood for him to unlock that potential have all the tools preparing his mind for mm -hmm. the chance that perhaps he would have all of the things to make himself really well loved but mostly not until after his death mm-hmm which right. I find fascinating and kind of heartbreaking. I mean, that movie kind of made me real sad when I was in eighth grade, but it's a really beautiful movie about the artistic struggle and the the balancing, you know, you're kind of at war with your body back in the 1700s. Everything is trying to kill you. You're Everything. sick. You, I mean, likely money's flying out the door for some reason or another. Mm -hmm. It Life is hard. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, watching this movie, I'm so thrilled that there's a movie because that's really what my brain can hold on to. Yes. Um, but this composer and the life he lived and the balance between finding the happiness and the journey and the purpose. And also he got sick and he had this beautiful talent he had to give to the world. He had to birth it out unto everyone, but it didn't catch on until after he passed away. It's just really fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that happened. 
Because yeah. I only know the movie version of like oh. someone found it in the drawer and then well, put it in the. Do you want some special feature <gasps> extra facts? Is there a because special feature thing? <gasps> yes, because I read a lot about Mozart to create this, but some of it is also just still in my head that I didn't write down Great. as official clues. Love it, but I do know some of the answers to your questions. Okay, actually, I'm ready. <laughs> oh wow! So I prepared for this. Uh, so okay, <laughs> Mozart, his dad was a minor composer and a music teacher. Oh. And so when Mozart was young, like three-ish or so, he, he just naturally started picking up instruments like the harpsichord and violin. Those were his first two instruments that he really started to pick up because they were just around all the time. Mm-hmm. And his dad was really focused on teaching his older sister. So his older sister was learning harpsichord or piano and then Mozart would sit along and just start doing that too. Absorbing. Yes. Yeah, and so a lot of the places that I looked at for just historical records, you know, Wikipedia was also very helpful. Um, Shout out. <laughs> it said that likely his first compositions were transcribed by his dad. So likely his dad was actually writing because he's four and he's probably can't write piano, yet. He's sitting at the piano, he's playing yes. or and whatever so, it is. Correct. So he's Aww. like sitting at the piano, he's playing things or he's humming and his dad is actually probably the one transcribing. That's like what historians think. Very cool. Yeah. And so <sighs> what ended up happening is his dad, like once his dad noticed that Mozart just had this natural musical gift, his dad actually quit like his normal jobs and 100% devoted himself to being Amadeus's teacher. No so way. So he taught him not only music, but just like everything in general. Okay. And so he, yeah, taught him how to read and write, taught him about history and geography, and also was his music teacher. And so, yeah, so like that's how then his dad, you know, took him. First, it started with him and his sister, and they started going on these tours around Europe so that people could know who they're it's basically like he was a famous child musician mm-hmm. like he's basically selena gomez mm-hmm. of the 1750s wow and so yeah like that's basically what's happening yeah. he's the justin bieber oh if you will goodness. okay uh-huh. yep. so family quits their job we're all huddling exactly. around amadeus you got discovered on youtube here we go exactly so like that is it he's basically the justin bieber of the 1750s uh-huh. okay so what happened then in his mid-age middle age for his life like early 20s and stuff right if 35 is the expiration date yeah yes yes 20s is middle life right yes and so you know just pretty basic things that we know about Amadeus through historical records are that he was bad with his money Mm -hmm. so you know he had the opportunity to make money he had a lot of prestige but he the money that he got, he wasn't very responsible with. He was very attracted to, like, partying. The and glitz, I mean, he was young. The like, glam. Exactly. I mean, everything that someone in their 20s wants to do, just, like, hang out. They want to party. They want to drink. They want to laugh. Like, that was just a lot of what his world was. And so, you know, I think Mozart was so interesting, especially doing this Ages of Aquarius episode for me to learn because... When I looked at his life in these 10 facts, I really saw, you know, this is just the life of a child star. I mean, and we see this today, too, where it's just these young kids who get into the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned Selena Gomez yeah. and Justin Bieber for oh, reasons, Selena Gomez. you know, <laughs> and, you know, we see 
these kids grow up and they either have severe breakdowns, they die young. Um, Some of them make it through and figure it out. But I think it's just, you know, part of that hardship of being in that business so young is just there's also a lot of things you don't learn. You're just met with stardom and popularity and fame at such a young age. Like, what do you do with that? You're turning into a person. You know, you're going through likely puberty eventually. And, you know, you've only been exposed to whatever bubble that your, you know, child brain has experienced. And now being catapulted into Mm -hmm. that and then growing up through that in the years definitely Mm -hmm. skews the... I'm using hand motions, definitely skews just the perspective of what you would expect from someone who was that age in that society at that time. And also just a whole bunch of different opportunities and money, but he was bad Mm -hmm. with money. Right. He was. Because he didn't have a team behind him. Yeah. That's why people have teams behind him today. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't, you know, have a manager or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was just nobody, nobody telling him how to responsibly handle his finances. Yeah. And, you know, he's traveling a whole lot. He doesn't really have a home. It was interesting. He moved around a lot, too, between the age of 17 and 35. Just, you know, going and getting different jobs, just going and exploring. He met other musical artists of the time, collaborated with people, studied with them. It was a collab? Yeah. (laughs) um, He actually almost was one of Beethoven's teachers. And so, yes. And so Beethoven was living in Austria for a time when he was younger and he actually applied and had an audition to be one of Mozart's students and was accepted. But then he had to move back home. I think he got sick or something or somebody got sick or his parent died something happened it's vague something 1750s-ish happened 1750s-ish related <laughs> yep calamity turmoil. Yep. yep health issues just another day 1700s it's really so, yeah it's really interesting that you said that about beethoven and mozart because for me as a youth when i was learning mm-hmm. about all of these composers mm-hmm. you kind of forget that they were kind of around the same time they might have met in a coffee shop uh-huh. high-fived in the street yep And thinking, I've always thought, because I saw Amadeus, and I know Mm -hmm. that Mozart died when he was 35, Mm -hmm. I've always seen him, hey, it's that 35-year-old man there, he's doing it, and his beautiful portrait. With Beethoven, he's always portrayed as such an older person, and Mm -hmm. so when you say Mm teacher-student, my brain immediately goes, wait, what's the timeline here? What Low-key learning, Mm -hmm. things that my brain has never thought about of... They could have intersected in each other's Venn diagrams and had some overlapping, like, teaching time. That's so interesting. But then fate. Yes. Pulled him away. How would that have impacted music, Morgan? Right? He was only 35 when he died. Oh, my gosh. I died. just got chills. I know. <laughs> what if he had lived yeah. a fuller life? Yeah. I mean, what kind of things would we have seen? Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you because I also had to stop and read that a couple times thinking, like, is the Internet right? Like, that's always a good question to ask with Beethoven, but Beethoven's younger than him, I guess, because for me and you and I do listen to a fair share of classical music. We're big lovers of public radio and another long term goal, become a sustaining member someday to public radio to your local public radio, you guys, for sure. And so for me, when I think about my initial thoughts of Mozart versus Beethoven music, Beethoven, I immediately think organs. I think Mm -hmm. 
organs, I think heavy. Yes. And so I think organs, mood. I think it's a, a mood. mood. It's like, ooh, yeah, it's a little bit not creepy, but angsty. a little more vampy. Dark. A little more, yeah, darker, angsty. angsty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, props to him if anyone has cause to be angsty or dark and moody. Mm-hmm. Beethoven, man. Good job. He gets yep. to do he that. He gets to do that. But I agree with you and Mozart because I think youthful. Yeah. And I think it is because he died young. And so, but all of his music, I think it just also kind of reflects that. I mean, yeah. his music is lighter. I think dancing. It's flittering um, almost. It's, yeah, a little blue. Yeah, flittering. Blue. Yeah, I think like clarinets and flutes, I think more like, you know, those wind instruments and stuff. Granted, you know, some of his, I mean, like if we look at Don Giovanni, that is a much darker moodier of course, opera. of but, course there are examples yeah. but i think when you but think overall, of most mozart overall, in general yeah. <laughs> yep and beethoven is more <laughs> i am beethoven <laughs> versus <laughs> yes <laughs> This is is a classical music commentary podcast. Welcome. It is is indeed. Yeah. So that is our first segment of Ages of Aquarius. I did some low-key learning today. Ah. You guys, what was your favorite part of this segment? I... I learned that Mozart and Beethoven overlapped, and that's still kind of blowing my brain, even though I'm trying to end the segment and doing an outro. But you guys, did you hear some of the things that Morgan said? Wow. I'm so excited to do another one of these. I know. Oh, we're going we're gonna to learn s- about so many Aquarius. We're going to sprinkle them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do want to come back before we close the segment mm-hmm. to watching this in band. Yes. Because I also I got very excited when you said that because I also saw this for the first time. In choir, actually. Yeah. It was in seventh grade. In choir class, it was like, you know, before the holidays, we had, it was after our concert. And so it was just a movie day. And so we watched Amadeus and I was very confused by this movie. I want to watch it again now as, you know, a with 30 our 30-some-year-old lady. Yeah, 30-some-year-old lady. <laughs> yep. Yes, because when I watched this, the people who were in this movie I know as comedians. And so one of the main characters, I think he is, ooh, I want to say he's the Prince of Austria in the movie, is the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. The redhead guy with the mustache. And so (gasps) I was so distracted. And he's also like the dad in Beetlejuice. And so I know him from a lot of other 80s movies and comic roles. And so I was confused. Like, is this supposed to be funny? (laughs) Watching Amadeus waiting for the laugh. (laughs) Yeah, because he kind of is like he, he plays it well because he's kind of like the clueless, you know, royalty who just doesn't really know what's going on and wants to be fancy and hip. Um, but then Amadeus, if you're familiar with this movie, he was in Animal House. And so he plays the character of Pinto mm-hmm. in Animal House, which I that's the only thing I can see. It's and he won an Academy Award for Best Actor, which good on him because it is pretty great. And I think I also just didn't understand a lot about who Mozart was. And I think based on like what historians have been able to find and like accounts or, you know, writings in people's journals who knew him, that was a little bit more who he was. Like he was just very youthful, right? Youthful. He was kind of arrogant, (laughs) Um, you know, very confident um and so just playful a little bit flaky flaky, Mm -hmm. just very playful i mean i think a lot of classic you know genius traits (laughs) 
<laughs> not, to, not to make excuses, but yep. mm-hmm. to be a genius. Uh, and so I, I find that fascinating. And that's why I want to watch it again, yeah. because I think that it will make a lot more sense. And I think I'm going to appreciate the art and those portrayals a lot better rather than being confused because I saw it and was like, it's Pinto from Animal House. You know, why what Pinto? Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't handle that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, well, I think watching, <laughs> now I can see it. Watching this movie with our lady <laughs> eyes. Maybe we'll um, yeah, we'll get to that for yeah. future podcasting uh, things to talk about. But I I had forgot almost that I had saw this movie until you started talking about these mm. clues. And it's like a memory rush back to the big projector on the mm-hmm. wall. And yeah, everyone's sitting on the floor and oh, Amadeus. Wow. Yeah. What a mood. That's mm. That movie is such a mood. It is a mood. Wow. Mm. All right, Sam. And that is Ages of Aquarius. I think it's time to wrap it up. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for all of the info that you brought for us today to do some low-key learning. Yes, we love that low-key learning. We just want to give a shout-out to our listeners. Thank you so much for being here and playing along with us. Wishing you love and abundance until next week, friends. Bye. Bye.